Welcome to Dare to Know, interviews with quality and reliability thought leaders. I'm Fred Shankleberg, the guest host for today's RAM special episode. While attending the Reliability and Maintainability Symposium, held in late January 2016 in Tucson, Arizona, I had the chance to sit down with Jay Munns and talk about his work, his career, and his current role as owner and general and managing director of Ops a la carte. Jay's had extensive experience as a, man, as a manager in high-tech businesses international, and worked as international sales and in marketing management. He's worked with semiconductor and system design, as well as contract manufacturing. He's led cross-functional teams and key projects, and many other elements of his background have created a perfect manager for running the Ops a la carte uh, brand. Jay's been the owner and, and managing director for a little over a year, and it's the Opsiler Card is a professional reliability engineering firm focused on providing confidence and reliability throughout the product lifecycle. They offer a flexible method of engagement from end-to-end reliability solutions to solving specific problems to, to providing individual targeted reliability services. So, Enjoy the conversation with Jay, recorded while at Rams. Was it the, the in, like systems engineering or so uh, mechanical? I wasn't. I, so my degree, I have a degree in physics, a degree in math. And um, when I got out of college, you can't do anything with either one of those unless you're a PhD, right? right. So I got out of college <laughs> and I wanted to be an engineer. I didn't have an engineering degree. And back in the 70s, if you didn't have an engineering degree, you weren't going to be an engineer. I want to go work for HP. That's where my brother worked, right? HP wouldn't even look at my resume. I didn't have anything they wanted, right? Undergraduate degrees in physics and math that aren't interesting. So I got a job as a test engineer at uh, NCR Microelectronics. That's kind of how I started. And uh, I just got, I had never programmed a computer. There's just a lot of stuff I had never done. And these guys hired me. I don't know why, enthusiasm or whatever. Right. And I went from that and I kind of parlayed that into business development and product line management ultimately of big uh, product lines there, semiconductor. And then I came out to California and I was uh, somehow, I don't know how this all happened, as director of marketing for. Cadence's analog mixed signal design services group. Okay. So all of a sudden I got kind of linked into this design services thing. And then I got into formal design services with Nuvation. And then uh, from there I went and I was an operations guy at uh, Network Equipment Technologies. And then then I went back to Nuvation as an operations guy. And then Mike calls and all of a sudden here I am. But you were working with Mike for... I think about a year, a year and a half or so, where you were pretty much being mentored and brought right along. He hired me in, uh, I started on May 1st of 2013, and he found out about the cancer that July. Right. So I was there like two months when he found out, and then he kind of hung in there for about three more months because he was sort of just, well, you know, I'll get over this. Right. And then he had to start really getting serious about the treatment, and yeah, after that it was another year of, well, he passed away that next year, but uh, right. it was, I probably, he was probably a mentor of mine for five months, maybe at the most. Okay. okay. And and it was sad because, you know, I would have really liked more time with him. Well, like, there's a lot of people that really learn sharp. tons of stuff just yeah. 
in a short period of time. Short period yeah. of time. It doesn't yeah. take much to learn a lot from Mike. Yeah. And, and, yeah. But uh, yeah, and I, well, I know I miss him a lot, and it's a good number of people. You know, that happens. But yeah. But but, but I mean, you had that five months, and you also have this structure that Mike had built. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. And, and you were talking just a moment ago about the. I mean, given your background, I mean, I have a physics degree too, so mm -hmm. it's like, I, I, it's like three or four other people I've talked to where I've yeah. had physics degrees. There's, there's a little group of us. There's a little group of us. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's a pretty good foundation of what you're talking it about, is. failure mechanisms or like the halt testing you guys do. Right. It is, you understand at a fundamental level why things break, right. you know, where the limits are. Yeah. But you also mentioned marketing. How does that fit into the reliability world? How do you see that working? Yeah, I did a lot of marketing. Um, you know, Mike was really a great marketeer. He's and and uh, you know he's very aggressive and he was always out there shopping the ops name and I think that's really critical. But it wasn't I'm, just uh, in your face and super. No, 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 no. It no. was how can I solve a problem for exactly. you? Exactly. How can I solve a problem? And and he, <clears throat> I kind of. Uh, it, it was interesting. The best marketing experience I got was from another guy who did exactly that same thing. He wasn't out promoting the brand at all. He was out asking people, you know, do you use this? Do you have a problem with it? You know, can we help? Or do you need to understand something about what these things do so that you can use them more intelligently and right, stuff right. like that? Well, that comes from your experience back in the design support, right. basically, is they're right. trying to solve problems. And if you can sell them a solution that saves them time, saves them money, saves them agony, doesn't keep them up at night, right? And all those factors, it's the same in our world. In it's, uh, it world. is, it is. And and you know, you know uh, when we're looking at stuff, uh, somebody comes to you and they have a problem. You may not always have the solution, but the wheels start turning, and all of a sudden now you have a different thing that you can <laughs> offer people because it becomes now, the topic for next month's webinar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you exactly. get a sense is this interesting, and then yeah. five feet, you know, five hundred people sign up, and you go, oh, geez, I better make a product. <laughs> right, right. I better wrap this up. So yeah, it's been a it's been an interesting experience. Uh, they, the thing about having the whole company, though, is I am so busy. I I didn't know there were so many little bits and pieces. That's why I'm always amazed at how prolific you are and, and how much I see you out there. I, I want to be that way, but I just feel like I'm always worrying, like the plumber on Monday or, you know, the signage that I have to put on the door. And, or your internet connection. Or my internet connection. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And I... And I, I did, I, I just didn't know there were that many things going on simultaneously. I thought I was good at multiplexing, but um, <laughs> I'm, I'm having to put some processes in place. It's that's well, what's the hardest. That's for me. pretty much key. I, I was going to say is you remember the Wizard of Oz with the guy behind the yeah. curtain, yeah. right? And all those knobs and yeah. dials and stuff. Yeah. Is you just need to set up those systems so you can get the big flames when you want it and right. the booming. Way. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, I, I use tons of. Uh, automation tools and and, and and so I another trick I learned is that you just sit down and batch it so I know I've got you know like a webinar mm -hmm. right I know I've got what coming up so I need to write abstracts and titles so that we can advertise it so let's get four or five of them lined up and then put them in the social media put them in stuff do I need to write should I write blog posts to help promote them and 
and try to think through all that at one shot and then plan out three months right. to get it done. Right. You know, then, then it's all, then I have one deadline for three months. But it, there's. That's true. And mine is more piecemeal. I, I, uh, uh, I was ADD when I was young. So I guess that's with you your whole life. And so I'm kind of that, you know, squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm certainly in that realm, but it's, you got to set up some yeah, you gotta have procedures, some structure. but it also then helps you to, to hand it off to other people as you, and you've got, yeah. you know, one of the things you have at ops is that you, there's, I don't know, dozens of engineers. They really and consultants, like to help. Yeah. And it's just a matter of, well, some regards it's hurting cats. Yeah, it is. But it's also, it, I, in my experience at Ops, it was, I knew it was in my best interest to do a webinar, to do papers, mm-hmm. to, you know, write proposals, to, to do whatever. But it was, um, yeah, it's procedure, a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. But I think the understanding of how it affects designers and how it affects product development, that way more important. Yeah, you know, I, I can yeah, sit can, in their seat. Yeah. Right, right. And that, that's a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you've been doing this now, I was 14, so... So, yeah, May 1st of 13, so... Almost three years now, isn't it? Almost three years. It'll be three years in May. You having fun? I am having a great time. (laughs) I really am. I really enjoy this. There's something sort of altruistic about reliability that I wouldn't have known Uh about had I not gotten into this, right? It's, uh, you're helping not only the people that are using you, but you're helping the people that they sell to, you know, they're in product, right? So it's sort of, uh, I don't know, it's not world peace, but it's, it's cool. It's <laughs> it cool. is. Yeah. It is. It's, you walk through, uh, you know, electronic store, you mm-hmm. see an ad and go, Hey, I help work. My, uh, my, uh, father-in-law had a heart valve implant mm-hmm. and I helped, I was working with the team that developed oh, really? <laughs> at wow. one point. And, and so my mother-in-law called and said, so is it any good? <laughs> These people know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, they're good people. Yeah, I don't know about, you know, the particular case. I'm not a doctor. Right. But the mechanics of it and the way these people think through it, it's really good. Yeah. And they, and it was an experimental surgery. Oh. And it's still in the trials phase. Right. And, and they, right. they went for it and it was a miracle for them. Oh, that's and great. So it worked out really well. And, and, I didn't want to have to do the failure analysis if it didn't yeah, happen. Yeah, that's right. Did, were you, uh, was it because <clears throat> of you that he, was no they heard it from their doctors oh, okay. and, and and they said hey you mentioned you were working with the you know medical mm-hmm. devices by chance did you work with these guys yeah yeah i did wow <laughs> that was pretty cool. cool that is cool but i mean are you seeing that mix of products from military to medical and we see pretty much everything you know well, one thing that we're seeing a lot more of that uh, i was kind of surprised about is telecom there's a a lot of telecom stuff coming in and and uh so we do uh, a lot of testing you know the things that we actually physically see are test but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then we have this whole consulting uh, you know consulting is most of what we do i, I would so. call it a, a network of consulting right and right. it's all over the world it's all over the world and uh what i'm seeing and i don't know if it's me um or or the world that's that's driving this but we're seeing a lot more larger projects and I'm bringing more teams together than I ever saw the first year I was there. It was right. normally one consultant and now we have two or three there working simultaneously on a larger program, bringing different things to the party. Right, right. And, um, so that's the real strength of ops. You can build a, a consortium build, of consultants yeah. under one DO. Yep. 
and you already have the relationships with all exactly these exactly and so that my i feel like my real deal is matching up personalities because you don't want people working together that aren't gonna you know that's why i haven't gotten too many calls no. <laughs> you get lots of calls i'd call you all the time <laughs> but the, the notion is is though that i mean it's well, I was going to comment about, you know, telecom right now. I remember mm -hmm. four or five years ago, it was all solar companies right, as they right. were growing fast. But right. that's one of the advantages of being a consultant, too, is that is automotive really went in the tanks about 10 years ago. They went away, but the military picked up right. or oil and gas picked up right. or, you know, it's it's been variable. It, it is for sure. We we actually are doing some work with some companies uh, on microinverters for solar, and but it was a there was a lot more of that, like you said, a few years ago because right. everybody was getting into solar. Then that all kind of settled out because you know there were a lot of people that were in it shouldn't have been in it, and uh, well, yeah, it'll so shake out and yeah. we'll be back, and because yeah. it's got it's it's quintessential reliability. Yep. It pays off if it works right. long time. Right. And, we're doing a lot of uh, smart grid stuff. A lot of people, uh, uh, you know, like Silver Springs Network mm -hmm. kind of people, um, doing uh, not only just electric meters now, but uh, gas meters and all this different stuff, and and trying to to get people and those errors out of the loop. And, you know. Sounds like Internet of Things. Yeah, it's going to be our next big that, challenge is reliability. IoT, yeah. yeah, yeah, everything's connected now. We should do a webinar once, maybe just looking at the trends we're seeing in consulting and what's coming up. Yeah. I mean, really, the audience would be the consultants is saying, you know, yeah. here's what we're seeing is, you know, get your resume set up for telecom, for example. And right. I'm going to take that away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Internet of Things is an interesting thing, too. It's a, it's a, it sort of covers everything, so you can't really narrow it down, right. right? But uh, right. it just means the environment gets worse for everything. But yeah, yeah. But it's a, it's a, it's an interesting sort of, uh, I don't know, umbrella that uh, I haven't seen that in a long time. It encompasses nearly everything, and it is kind of important, you know, that we have all this connectivity and stuff. Now. It'll, it'll shake out as to where the right applications mm -hmm. are and where it makes sense. To, right. To, where it pays off but in the meantime you know being, excuse me <clears throat> uh being in silicon valley we get all the startups so that's another question do you see a, a mix of i mean you mentioned large projects is that it not seeing as many entrepreneurs and startups no we or? do see startups we do see startups and my one of my challenges uh that i really want to fix is how we can help startups effectively because if it's all what can you afford to do generally they can't afford to do everything they need to do so right. at least in the traditional way right so what i'm trying to do and i i thought a lot about this and sometimes i feel like i've got an idea and uh, but it's it's not it, it needs more is to be able to help these people because it's important to help entrepreneurs right um but traditionally, you have to figure out a way to make it commercially viable for yourself. So, you know, what do you do? Do you take a gamble and take an equity share and, you know, or do you just do a little bit for them and hope that they get to the next step and get some more money? And I think there's got to be a better way than looking at it from a Well, you also have the training side, which is, I mean, it's an entrepreneur is notorious for never having time. Right. But so right. handing them a book. 
may or may not work. May or may not, yeah. Right, but it it's a lower cost entry to provide a training package that they can consume and help think through the problems. That's a really good idea. You know, yeah, it's something that is uh, more affordable, and at least we could cover our costs, but gets them a little bit down the road. Yeah. yeah so I as guess. they grow to the point where they do need a reliability engineer part-time, mm -hmm. then it makes sense. Yeah, to get yeah. us a call. At first I find it, it's always the, they need to know how to ask the right questions. Right. Right. It is an education process, really, definitely. I, I don't know. You probably find that all the way through is that your customers, I think that's what Mike started Opsock out of, was these people were doing hull testing, but they didn't know what to do with it. Right. They, they, it was a checkbox for most right. people. And he would say, yeah. well, well, this is why it's valuable. And here's the training. Here's what you can do with it. And right. Here's how you get it into your teams. And, and, and they pretty much grew it from there mm -hmm. and saying, you know, if we're, but it was always training. Yeah. At the base of almost all of this is is training, I think. You know, even our testing. Uh, so many people still come to us and say, you know, I, 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 I need to do halt, and this really needs to pass halt, or I'm going to be in trouble and when I pass halt. <laughs> it, it, let's let's have a talk, you know. And so then we spend an hour talking about halt. And, a training opportunity. <laughs> but, uh, you know, a lot of people don't want to hear that because traditionally their legacy process in their company is, in order for you to get to the next gate, your product has to pass halt. And so they're like, okay, well, that's really good that you're going to break my thing, but that's not what they pay me for. They pay me to not get my thing broken. So what am I supposed <laughs> to do now? So it's kind of interesting. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm fascinated by the whole field. You know, getting my CRE was a little overwhelming because all that was compressed time, but, uh, it's really interesting that there's all the science behind it, mm -hmm. and and yet there's a lot of the people with experience really bring a lot to the party because they cut through. Well, so there's, much of it. there's a huge part is the people side. You yeah. know, the, the training on halt was not about the mechanisms of halt testing mm -hmm. or halt evaluation. It was more about how do I convince my boss that failures are good. Right. It's the soft side. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We got a call yesterday from a guy uh, doing alt. And uh, so longer, longer time frame, and he's having parts fail, and he doesn't know. He says, you know, I don't think they're really failing. You know, the the failure mechanism we kind of understand, and we know now they're gonna fail. So what do I do? I want to finish my alt for other reasons, and so we got into this big discussion. We got Jim McClain on the phone, and and what we took away from that at the end was this guy really was interested in the failures. He mm -hmm. wasn't afraid of the failures. Most people would be freaking out that, oh, my part's failing. What do I do now? And he's like, my part's failing. And, you know, I learned a lot here that I didn't know before. And it's going to help me go back and improve my firmware and some of my race conditions and my electronics. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't have known that had I not done this. And that's pretty powerful stuff. Yeah, and, and what I'm sure you're finding is that you probably talk to, you know, 10 different people and answer a few questions through a little bit of coaching or training so mm -hmm. that it helps them, if nothing else, understand the, the problem they're coming to you with. Right. And in some cases, it just solves it for them. Yeah, it you does. Know, and they're good, they're happy. And, yeah. But they're the ones that come back. Yeah. With those big projects. Right. And you can't be afraid of that. You know, we have a, you, the tendency is when you're in business, particularly me being a business owner, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, you, me and some other people are dependent on the success, right? So we are a business at the end of the day. 
But if you go into it only thinking about that, you miss these opportunities to help somebody that will come back to you and you just have to believe that that's the way it's going to work. And that's what I like about this business is this is really helpful for people and they will come back because they understand the value if you give them an opportunity to see it. There's a big, there's a big piece to that. And it's, and, and I know and there's so many forms, and, and you mentioned it earlier. I'm I'm all over different places, but mm. it's really, it's that joy of as you're describing of answering the question. Mm -hmm. And business will take care of itself. But yeah, business owners have to think about the bottom line you at do. some point and stuff. But I, I often joke, you can steal this if you want. Is you know, if, if I'm on the phone with you for four hours, I'm going to send you an invoice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, fifteen yeah. minutes. No problem. Yeah. You know, half an hour, we want to explore it or sit down for an hour and go over something, make sure we know what what the right. problem is. Then, yeah, we can do that. Um, and you just need to be straight with people. You know, sometimes you folks do get a uh, little wordy and, you know, they keep going, oh, well, what about that? What like, you know, this is how we make a living. So, I, you know, while, while I appreciate that you're talking to me and stuff, we really need to. We really need to have a business arrangement here too. Yeah, yeah. I know, I'm looking at the, uh, the China slowdown. Slowdown. There's mm -hmm. the fastest growing economy in the world, but it's just, everybody's panicked that it's a slowdown. It's six slow. and a half percent <laughs> annual growth. <laughs> what are we at? What one percent, two percent, maybe? And we're thinking we're booming again. We're but just the, happy when we're going the right direction. Yeah. But the the. You know, when the, the 2008, a lot of companies pulled back, mm -hmm. but it seemed like the oil and gas group sprung to life and did a right. bunch of work. And, and do you see anything coming up in the future? Things, you know, areas that, I mean, we mentioned Internet of Things. Yeah, Are Internet we gonna, of Things. And that's so vague, but how about wearables? The, the, the small... Well, you know, I was going to talk about that. That's okay. an interesting... That For me, uh, my perspective on that is... Reliability is defined differently with wearables because where a lot of wearables are throwaway. Um, they only have to work for a certain, you know, a short certain period of time. Or, you know, a lot of medical things have to work, you know, immediately and for a specified period of time. They can't not work when you go to use them. Oh, so they may when be you on get the in shelf. a helicopter, you want it to just work for that flight. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Same idea. Same sort of idea. <clears throat> but it's not about longevity so much as absolute assurance that it's going to work. And that's right. a different sort of, that's a subset of the so definition we, of reliability. It's a different constraint. Yes, it is. Totally All right, different. well, I should probably wrap it up. I, I, okay. see, I see Wes oh. patiently waiting, so we'll be with you in just a second. <laughs> okay. Um, but I think we just did the interview. Oh, I'll, I'll okay. Put a, I'll Excellent. put a note at the front that. and uh, make it work. And, okay. But uh, what, how do people best get in touch with you if they want to learn more? Uh, so you can get in touch with us through the website or you can uh, email me at uh, jm at opsalacart.com or give me a call. My cell is 408 966 5031. And we're at Rams right now, so this won't go public by the time we finish the right. conference, but you're going to be back next year? Yeah, we'll be back next year. It's a great conference. It is. It's a wonderful conference. Right? Well, thanks, Jay. Okay. Appreciate it. Thanks, Fred. Talk to you later. All right. All right.